You're listening to a podcast from Father Peter Smith, St. Columbus Parish, North Leichhardt, on the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And now here's Father Peter. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. There was a lawyer who, to disconcert Jesus, stood up and said to him, Master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What do you read there? He replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind, and your neighbour as yourself. You have answered right, said Jesus. Do this, and life is yours. But the man was anxious to justify himself, and said to Jesus, And who is my neighbour? Jesus replied, A man was once on his way down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell into the hands of brigands. They took all he had, beat him, and then made off, leaving him half dead. Now a priest happened to be travelling down the same road, but when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. In the same way, a Levite who came to the place saw him, and passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan traveller who came upon him was moved with compassion when he saw him. He went up and bandaged his wounds, pouring oil and wine on them. He then lifted him onto his mount, carried him to the inn and looked after him. Next day he took out two denarii and handed them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and on my way back I will make good any extra expense you have. Which of these three do you think proved himself a neighbour to the man who fell into the brigand's hands? The one who took pity on him, he replied. Jesus said to him, go and do the same yourself. The Gospel of the Lord. So have any of you heard that story before? <laughs> it is one of those wonderful stories in the gospel that has become so imprinted on our hearts and minds. It's something that I think we never forget in our lives. And yet it's something that we, we all struggle to do and to live day by day, don't we? I think that there are so many lessons in this about compassion and kindness, about the hypocrisy of those who passed by on the other side of the road, about the ongoing love that this person has for somebody who's been beaten up and left for dead. But one of the things that we can often forget is that this was a Samaritan who cared for this person. Now, of course, in Jesus' time, as I guess we know, Samaritans and Jews just did not get on. They actually hated each other. And it seems to me that a part of the message that Jesus is trying to give to us today is to say, you know, love and respect and compassion often come from strange quarters. We are called to be people who accept everyone, all kinds of people. That was the challenge that those disciples would have heard. In all of our lives, I believe, there are biases. There are people that we judge, sometimes in groups, sometimes as individuals, sometimes justly, 
sometimes actually not. As I was reading this gospel earlier in the week, I was thinking of that horrible war that continues to be waged between Russia and the Ukraine. And I think, can there be compassion in a war like that? Could you imagine one of the Ukrainians going and helping a Russian soldier who they find injured and left by the side of one of their roads, lifting him up and caring for him? If I was a Ukrainian, I would find that very, very hard to do, I'm sure. But that's something on the other side of the world. What about the biases that we have too? At the moment we're at the end of NADOC week and it's a real challenge to all of us in this nation to think about how we are bringing about reconciliation with our Indigenous sisters and brothers in this land. And I think that actually one of the great things is that we are taking lots of steps forward, that our new government is also talking a lot about this. And that we, as people who have elected them, side with that and that we too try to work out ways in which we can bring about justice between our Indigenous sisters and brothers. But there are also other biases that we all have. Sometimes spoken, sometimes we don't even recognise them. And maybe tonight's a good night to just stop and think about, well, who are those that I actually have a bias against in my own life and in my own heart? It's something that I've been reflecting on this week. During this week, too, we saw one of the biases of our Catholic Church come out in the Plenary Council. I don't know if you did or how much you read about it, but on Wednesday there was a vote about the equality of women within the church. And up until then, all of the votes had all passed through the bishops quite comfortably. It was the first time that they voted against the motion. When I was reading it on Wednesday, I was in my office in town, I was incredulous. I just couldn't believe that they would actually vote against equality of half of our population in our church. But I've got to say that incredulousness, incredulity I think should be the word, that that incredulity actually faded away fairly quickly and it was replaced by anger. Because I feel that our church has this terrible bias against women and it's something that we really need as a church in Australia to work on. Pope Francis is doing that. He is making remarkable steps within the Vatican. He's just decided that he's going to appoint women to the commission that appoint bishops. That's an enormous step forward, and I think it's a great one. He's also still talking about the idea of ordaining women as deacons. That, too, would be a great step forward, that we would be going back to the early church where we had women deacons as ministers in the church.